Wilson Hall presents Halloween Yulu 2016 With Nick Marsh as the Keeper of Arcane Law things. Ah, full of bugs, but that time of year, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> How's everyone? Yeah, been worse. It must be cold, you're not in your gazebo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah alright, I'm a soft southerner, I don't care. It's not actually freezing outside <laughs> yet, but it, it will be next year. It will <laughs> next, be. Next week. Oh. Yeah. Right, I see Amelia already has the link, so I won't send that. No, I got the link from you sending it to me. Yeah, I copied it on the phone. Yeah, I didn't have the link. Uh, uh, so I got this message from Nick saying, can you send Amelia the link? And I'm like, what link? (laughs) (laughs) That link that he hadn't sent anybody. (laughs) Oh, you know, I better do something about my character sheet, really. Or at least character. Why, have you not got a character? I thought you'd got Uh, your character. Yes, your your man... uh, you yeah, aren't you some sort of old crotchety racist general or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's basically. Yeah, I quite like the art that he gave me. But uh... <laughs> I got professor with um, no indication what I'm a professor of, so I'll just be a professor. Uh, you got chemistry? Like I'm going to take a wild guess. It's chemistry. Yes. <laughs> uh, you could have chemistry. We... Ah, Nick has appeared to eat at us. Hello. We, we can discuss chemistry. Right. I'm sure, sure we have a lot of experience in common. Uh, my, my chemistry is a bit specialised. Hello? Explosive, Explosive by any chance? Maybe. Spe- specialised in a kind of getting rid of the bodies without a trace. Specialised, or are we talking something a little mm, less? No, we're talking big boom. Right, right. Shigaboom. Hey, Nick. That's your finger. What am I pointing at? What are you looking at here? Where? What? Oh, is that a, yeah, um, you have a pumpkin? Table. Is it a pumpkin on the table? No, would, it be, it. would it be Dead Elliot's Terry? pumpkin? Would it be Dead. your son's pumpkin? What? What do you mean? Is that, is that Elliot? Is it? Why? But, what do you mean, is it my son's? Does it look like a two and a half year old carved those eldritch? To be honest, it's a bit. <laughs> Hard to see on on the little screen here. The the picture quality doesn't do it justice. No, that's not a request. No, no. (laughs) You made the (coughs) simple mistake. Yeah. See now at that point, it's Elliot's. Yeah, I can see. I can see where he's used a marker pen to draw it out first. (laughs) That's cheating. Either that, or it's a pumpkin that's wearing eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than the one I saw on somebody's wall as I came back from the pub this afternoon. Now, you see, that's the sort of discussion that I need to start to have. Came back from the pub huh? this afternoon. That is a perfect way to play, play your day. So... Well, a combination of A, work from home, and B, really good pub at the end of the road. 
Yeah. Did I mention the yeah. possibility of hosting a Wattstock here at some point? Uh, you didn't, <laughs> but I would just... I would have thought working from home and uh, a very good pub at the end of the road are, are two terrible, terrible things to have. <laughs> that just shows how disciplined I am. I'm astonished. <laughs> what, do they do delivery or something? Well, hello, everyone. Hello. Sorry, hello. I'm a bit late. No, no, that's cool. Not a um, I'm going to have to take a phone call, guys. Sorry about this. <laughs> Sounds cool. Well, shall I do an introduction? Oh, hello, Amelia. We were doing well, 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 a, a terrible, scary introduction. Oh, okay. With your mouth full of sweets. <laughs> it's a Mediterranean sizzler. Is it? Never mind that. That's not part of the horror. No, that would be a very bad point. I was to wear that pumpkin. I should have put it on my head, didn't I? Except that I think there's a bit it of... It was made GMing a little quiet. <laughs> new dog, new dog. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Come here. Come and say hello. He actually comes up to you now and doesn't just walk away in a kind of what we're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, and he's not answering to Dracula. Uh, no, away Danny Dracula. Um... <laughs> Oh, he's got his socks on. He's got his socks on. Socks? No, he's got his socks off. I'm terrified. Not, this isn't part of the Eldritch Horror. Let me. Can I do the horrible? <laughs> no. A puppy isn't really conducive to horror, is it? <laughs> puppy um, is fine for horror. <laughs> depends what you do to it, really. I mean, if you start to turn it inside out, then I would argue, yes, it's very. Oh, well, yeah, actually, horror. that's a good point. Oh, Let yeah, me do puppy, my puppy in the rare book room. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to do a, a frightening introduction. Right, go on. Hang on. Danny. Um, <coughs> Danny. Good introduction um, from puppy. Do, uh, can you use the equalizer to... Let, let me no. get in the zone, yeah, to, to scare you up a bit. Okay, hang on. Uh, <clears throat> Welcome, friends. To Cthalloween Gird your loins and your legs and your arms for a mountain of eldritch horror. But do not worry, it is only a game. Nothing truly evil could come of it. Could it? Could it? Or could it? And now you need some scary music. That was very this good. It's become the intro to Rocky Horror at this point. It sounds exactly <laughs> like <that. laughs> Tell us about your balls. Uh, <laughs> on a night like this. If, <laughs> if, if I think of it, I'll put in some, some, some public domain scary music at this point. That would be good. Thank you. No, that'd be better than me saying, and now scary music. And that's scary. Or at least Thundercrack or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was his nickname in college. <laughs> okay. Um, apart from the fact that it's called... Yeah, he practiced yeah. for ages. I felt lost a, a little bit of the terror. You did it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It could be Catharoween. Yeah. See, this is why I just went for Warts and Halloween, you see, because I thought it was just a bit. Oh, yeah, that's better. <laughs> anyway, we've got Scary Batman still looming over uh, Amelia there. So that's... Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, the bat, the bat creepy chair. Let's, why don't you chaps so it's 98 it's London England and 98 98 28 
You said it was 27. Oh, I can see the, the, <laughs> coming out of your ears already. Uh, 1927. I do apologise. It's 1927. And you chaps have been... No, that you have. You have been together on a number of different Cthuloids adventures. So whether you're friends or not, outside of it, I don't know. That's up to you. But you have been a team of investigators that successfully slightly delayed mankind's inevitable destruction at the hands of the Great Albums. Yay. So, you have... Uh, so, do you want to introduce your characters while I eat a bit more of my sizzler? Go on. John Hanrahan. Champion of the working man. The struggle against the outside horrors is, in its essence, a anarcho-syndicalist struggle. Rabble rouser, eh? I can do oh, that. And turn... Now we see the violence inherent in the mythos. Oh, I can turn my hand to a lot of things. Most of them involving things that go fizz and bang. <laughs> that, yeah, it's... Seagull full of Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is uh, John Henry Han, dynamite wielding anarchist. Oh, you, you missed my um, you missed yes, my scary introduction. Did I? <laughs> is it very exciting? It was scary. Uh, if I were you, I'd wait for the post-production version because it's going to perhaps have a bit of echoes and spooky sound effects, and maybe someone else doing the voiceover. <laughs> and then, oh, come on, that was my best. No, it was great. Of... It was great. Great, it's really cool. I, I, I've wet myself. It was really terrible. To be fair, okay. around the time of night, I, I find I often wet myself. So it's <laughs> terribly connected. We are getting of a certain age, Mr. Hancock. So yeah, fair enough. Amelia, this, tell us this about your character. A lot more terrifying than I was hoping. <laughs> uh, yes, Amelia, tell us of your character. Uh, Professor Carol Perrin. Um, looking at the stats, to look at her, she's a slightly more attractive Russian shot putter. Um, <laughs> did I roll a big size for you, baby? Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> How big? Seventeen. Good lord! <laughs> She's a strapping lady. Another uh, one with an appeasably large muff. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, to, to look at her, she, she, she's. Uh, She's pretty good looking, but uh, you wouldn't know this because she's got short hair and a tweed jacket and sensible shoes and sturdy trousers and uh, a sort of chemical stained coat and various implements sticking out of her pockets. and uh, uh, 1920s lesbian, as in doesn't sleep with any man who comes along. Uh, well, no, she's a, she's, a, <laughs> she's a woman in a man's world, so, you know, she could be a lady in comfortable shoes or she could just be, you know, fitting in with the chaps. Um... She's just a professor of apparently most sciences. <laughs> so uh, if it goes, if it goes fizzle, fizzle, bang, or, or dissolves things, she probably knows a lot about it. Well, you're quite a dangerous group so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's without the the, uh, the physical skills. Yeah. No, I may be letting the I want to know why I've got cricket bat 51. Possibly she plays for the university team. Oh, so not, <laughs> not a lady golfer, but a bat's lady. <laughs> yep. Yeah, bats. you have a cricket bat. John, tell us of your brave investigation. 
Uh, my brave investigator is actually the um, something of the black sheep of uh, a well-to-do family from Harrogate, but he, but he got sent off to live down in London with relatives many, many years ago. Uh, Stanley Wellman, and the reason he's sort of the black sheep uh, is that all he's really wanted to do was to be an author of uh, weird and exciting tales in the magazines that he loved so much as a kid, and he's uh, he's done this reasonably successfully despite me not taking any particularly relevant skills. Um, but it doesn't particularly matter if he makes a lot of money at it, because he, he is just very well off anyway. Uh, he looks like a movie star, and the movie star is Roscoe Fatty Arbuckle. Uh, he's a big lad, because when he was uh, when he was a boy, he, he had a, a rather bad chest. And um, because of that, when the war rolled around, he was still suffering the effects uh, permanent and uh, he couldn't enlist and he was racked with guilt and rather depressive and so that led to putting on a lot of weight and increasing his already fairly heavy cigarette habit so um, along with the uh, dangerous chemists and the dynamite wheeling anarchists you've got a, a slightly depressive uh, overeating chain smoker who writes stories <laughs> fitting in so far though Ah, you, you had no business fight, fighting in that imperialist war anyway. That's all. The shame of it. You see, you made a correct decision in, in spite of your background. There is hope for you yet. And that's why we've successfully adventured together before. <laughs> I feel, Roger, that yours are my character. May but head at Susan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mark, tell us about your uh, military character. Yes. <clears throat> well, I, I'm Colonel uh, Montague Carruthers, don't you know? Uh, uh, with the. Uh, Sorry, is, is Montague Carruthers, don't you know, as full name? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go with that. Uh, yeah, yes. Um, so, um, yes. Um, um, sort of, uh, did most of my uh, service um, out in uh, India with the uh, um, East India Company. Um, um, remarkably good boys, actually. I mean, they, were, they, were, they, were, they, were, they fought, a, fought, a, fought a good game. Uh, served in uh, Afghanistan. Uh, just, uh, did a little bit um, uh, with the. You know, with, with, with the regular army, obviously, in uh, in the last conflict. Um, but um, yes, uh, I'm uh, sort of semi-retired and uh, semi-retired. Uh, semi-retired. Uh, still, you know, available if, if, if you know, freelance colonel. Yeah, see, uh, keep, see, keep uh, your hand yeah. in, suppress the occasional native uprising. Uh, basically, yes. So, uh, but. Uh, Spend most of my time these days at the club. We appear to have lost our GM. We have, yes. But I, I mean, I wouldn't say uh, too much. The chances of us starting before nine o'clock are really quite low. Mm. Nine o'clock and then a frantic half hour. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but so enough of your domestic bliss. <laughs> I just can't remember the last time I played the two, actually. Right? Look at that. Is that one about uh, the will? The blood, one from Blood Brothers, the Necron. 
Have we played one since? Last time I played was... Um, I must have played... Oh, I played... Did I play Cthulhu in the Expo? I played Cthulhu in the Expo. Last time I played. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Um, am I right in thinking that your sanity points equal your current sanity? Is that correct? Uh, your current sanity is your base sanity minus 15 because of the experience thing that Nick did. Yes, that's what's thrown me. The... I think I've only got 55 sanity points. Um, I've had to use a combination of um, the websites that Lee did that it was very good for generating the character but then unfortunately had a couple of errors on it at that stage so it only got halfway through and then I had to use Bayaki to finish it off because I couldn't put my hand on the world at that point but Bayaki I think uses an earlier version of the <laughs> so not, not massively different um, but I don't think they quite match up so uh, this is the point I'll write so if you need any um, Latin. I'm moderately all right at it. I've got Latin. Oh, brilliant. So I've already been outgunned there. Um, what happened to niche protection, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got quite a lot of occult library use. Yeah, I do. In the end, I did take handgun after he gave me a load of extra points because I tried to avoid it on the basis that he wasn't in the war. But since we appear to have been doing this investigating bit, he's bound to have shot somebody by now. So I thought about it. Yeah, bit of library use, fast talk, persuade, psychology, shotgun. Yeah, I should really have taken that art skill as, as writing uh, novels, shouldn't I? Got stories. As it is, I don't think I've actually got any ability at all in the thing I, I do for a living. <laughs> The jokes just write themselves, really. They do. <laughs> it's, it's almost as if I'd called them August Delay. Um, oh, hello. Sorry, too soon. Bye. Uh, hello, are you back? Yes, yeah, did you want me? Well, we've beaten the adventure. Oh, what do you want to do next? <laughs> oh, did you win? Okay, well done. What did you think? Yeah. Well, I thought the nuns were unexpected. So did they. Yeah. Now then. You have been invited. Um, uh, so, uh, as a group, you've been invited because you are starting to be known amongst uh, Lovecraftian circles. People who have encountered the terrors of Eldritch uh, Horror. Um, is that a thing? That doesn't work, does it? Um, you have been invited to the uh, speech by Professor Mo of Stockholm, who has announced some success in his research on precognition. Uh, oh, is Curly and Larry going to be there? Um, no, well, you'll find out if you go there. So it's held at the Diogenes Club. Now, no, known for you... never speaking to anybody else. Yes, I was going to say, <laughs> it's going to be a, a mime talk. Very, very short lecture. <laughs> Sounds more promising than I was expecting already. <clears throat> <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, I'm just looking forward to this beer so much. Um, right, uh, the, Di the Diogenes Club, it used to be very 
exclusive, very upper class. Um, but it recently started letting in some riffraff. Women, huh. working class. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, because it was bombed during a Zeppelin raid, the Blitz. And so with the rebuilding work, a lot of the older members felt it had sort of lost its charm and its way. Uh, and so this is how you have heard of the club, but you never actually visited. But you've, you've finally received invites. No, so none, of are, none of us are members. You're sort of associates. Um, I say I'm with. The, I have a club, but I presume I'm kind of what the um, army club was. You certainly have a gentleman's club. Um, hmm. Your last um, adventure, you helped out one of the higher up members of the Diogenes Club in a, a sort of a compromising permission. Permission. We helped um, him into a compromising position. <laughs> yes. And then we solved a case for him. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and so you have sort of begrudging contracts at the club. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, obviously, Amelia's character, um, Carol, is interested in Professor Moe. You know, he's a noted physicist. Well, yes. I mean, he's just out there, well, you've heard him mention with regards to the physics of time, which is a relatively new field. Yeah. Um, and he's also been whispered uh, amongst the the sort of the backstairs. Um, well, sorry, the the, the quieter, the, the the kind of the. I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm thinking about the beer. I should probably drink the beer. Um, have, have some beer. Take so a breath. He's been whispered about in Eldritch circles, is what I'm trying to say. But I, no, no stairs were involved. Well, he might fall, he might fall down a few times on the way to the cells. <laughs> he may do. So, so just just the sort of tampering with reality, who's uh, insane tinkerings we have to stop. Or maybe that was last time. Still <laughs> on his business card. <laughs> well, no, it would be in Swedish, wouldn't it? <laughs> we should temporary with uh, reality. That, there's more of that accent. Please before. tell me that wasn't Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Patrick, I'm glad you don't listen to me. Hey, guys, it's good you made it. I'm going to temper with some reality. That's Dutch. <laughs> and and I, I only say that because I'm guessing you weren't doing Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard he speaks with an outrageous French accent, anyway. But uh, but your contacts might be wrong. There. So the the meeting is on a dull August afternoon. Now you all happen to be in London for one reason or another. I presumably, I think for ease, we're going to say you all live in London, unless you have strong objections. I do live in London. Yes, certainly Stanley does. I do. I, yeah. I work at one of the universities. Uh, yes, so that is uh, Professor Perrin, works there. I'm um, Colonel Carruthers, uh, almost certainly lives in London. Um, yeah, I mean, I mostly live at my club these days, anyway. So. Yes, that's true. And John. Um, Squalid room in Whitechapel. A nice part of London, I gather. It's moved on a bit since the 1880s, Whitechapel. Yeah, you, you can get through a whole night without a tart having a throat cut outside your window these days. Well, I think that's a bit strong. Um, 
what what's it worth in this period? Is it sixty quid for the whole street? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, you may end up going directly to jail if you keep this up. So there you are. The, the floor <laughs> is open to you, chaps. And Chapesses. Is it? I need a gender neutral group pronoun, don't I really? Guys. Guys. Well, guys, guys is male. Yeah. You lost. Yeah, I know, but it suffices for most people. Well, I, I'm going to say chaps, if that's right, because it's more 20s London, I think. Yeah, but a chap is a boy. Cats. You hep cats, you. Hep cats. <laughs> We're not 60s London, good lord. No, no, that's 20s. Is that is that where it came from? Yeah. It's, that's uh, it kind of resurfaced in the 50s. It was mainly from Flapper. Uh, All right, hep cats. What's your groove plan? No, don't don't over again. <laughs> well, uh, do we do we have a plan as such since we don't really know what we're doing? Do we? I mean, this is just. Well, we're going to go and see the the, the professor chap doing the talk. Yeah. Now, just, are you that, all that seems like friends? a plan in and of itself? You see, are you friends of? Are you uh, companions of necessity? Are you friends outside of Eldritch Side? As some of you. I do feel there are likely to be some minor tensions with the <laughs> um, I mean, I get the feeling John might not necessarily pop down the gentleman's club. Uh, John Hanrahan. That's probably a euphemism for going to the gents, quite honestly. Rather than, you know, I'll just, <clears throat> just go to the gentleman's club uh, back in a minute. Well, I, I might be there, but that probably just before it burns down again. Um, so, I, well, I guess my question um, is, are, are, are you going... And why? And if not, why not? Uh, yes, certainly I'm going. Notebook in hand. Like yes, of course I'm going. For an exciting, weird tale I don't have the ability to write, apparently. Okay. I've got nothing else better to do, so... Ah, uh, uh, <coughs> Colonel will attend with his friends. Well, I could, I could do with being seen around town this evening. So yeah, okay. Somewhere with a lot of clothes. Establishing an alibi, that's always <laughs> <laughs> I may have sent them all a note with the flyer saying there's an interesting talk, it may fall within our interests. Uh would it, yeah, that sounds uh, fair enough. Okay. So you are you arriving as a group or are you going individually? No, oh, meeting them there. Yeah, yeah, we don't live together, we don't drive around in a green van or something. Do we? No, I mean that would be stupid. Um, yeah, and okay. anyway, we don't have a dog. Well, you're meeting a Swede, so I'm sure Nick can play him as a great day. Mind you, I am at four, so, you know. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually at 17, which is remarkable. I think we're smuggling uh, Roger into places. So, Carol, uh, Professor Perrin, you arrive at first on time. The, the club itself is... Uh, it's it's not the uh, the ancient hall of wisdom. It's it's not quite got the atmosphere that it used to. It's in a sort of a a rebuilt office block, um, temporarily. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Am I? I'm, I arrive on time. I got the you trolley do. bus there. Um, I'll head up to the entrance reception desk or whatever they have with the with the leaflet in hand. Ah yes, ah uh, Professor Perrin, um, it's uh, it's good to have you here. Um, you've been reserved a, reserved a seat on the front row. Oh, that's excellent. Um, I'm expecting some other uh, colleagues. Um, ah yes, yes. Uh, 
three other colleagues, I believe. Yes. Uh, have they got seats as well? Uh, I'll, I'll check. Uh, don't worry. We'll, we'll sort them out when they get here. Well, okay. Just just wave them in when I get here. I'll go and, I'll go and uh, get my seat. Is, is there a bar? Uh, there is, of course, uh, waiter service. There's no need to uh, stand at the bar yourself. All oh, right. Uh, well, send, send a man with a, with a, a scotch with the rocks to my seat, please. Uh, oh. Looks, he looks vaguely shocked at the thought of a lady <coughs> drinking a scotch. On the I'm rock. looming over him. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, your your um, Miriam Margulies like presence is enough <laughs> to intimidate him. So you're like a gigantic Miriam Margulies. Yeah, you put strangely attractive uh, at fifteen. <laughs> I think who you are like. Um, well, I was anyway. thinking, you know the um, the the large the tall blonde lady in Third Rock from the Sun. She's <laughs> <laughs> mm, extremely tall. <laughs> Don't look. Um, you're waved through, um, and shortly after the Colonel and Stanley uh, both step out <clears> of the cab, uh, not the same cab, but uh, at roughly the same time. Uh, see each other. Uh, Stanley! Oh, well done, man. Ah. <clears throat> Here we go, He pats you on the back, which, you know, probably is, is, is starting to really, really, really get in your tits by now. <laughs> oh no no! I'm oh, didn't, well. um, didn't that Colonel character get horribly eviscerated over the course of three days in your last stories, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of making it a syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him backwards the head in a jar. Or something. Um, no, I don't. I don't take uh, you know petty revenge on people in my story. It's a good idea, though, isn't it? <laughs> Um, as chatting, you head through to the reception area. I stood behind two uh, upper-class gentlemen in top hats. Uh, they're just sort of nattering away to each other as you come in. Long term, mad as a hatter, of course, great stoker. And that uh, cousin of his in America is no better. Uh, chatting along in, in that sort of manner. Mm-hmm. Sounding remarkably like the Colonel, so very much of that ilk, are they? <laughs> yes, yeah, very much of that ilk. They move on through. Um, you get to the reception desk, and the small young man with his um, his list looks down. Ah, um, I believe you're, you're associates of the, the the club, aren't you? It's uh, 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 Mr. Uh, well, Wellman. Uh, Sam uh, Wellman, that's right. I say, lighting a cigarette. I'm afraid it's no smoking. It. I'm kidding. Of course, it's smoking. It. <laughs> <laughs> you have. You're not smoking. Would you like one? <laughs> Are you ill? <laughs> Would you like to be? <laughs> ah, and Colonel Carruthers. Um, good, you should ah. take the seat on the, the front row. Well, uh, again, he, he gets a massive pat on the back. The Colonel may be slightly more lubricated than um, uh, that his friends would like at the moment. My mind took you in well, a very, very unfortunate direction when you said that. Um, <laughs> But uh, I won't share that knowledge. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm using, uh, I'm lubricated as in the slang rather than the uh, other slang technique. The, the lub- <laughs> <laughs> rather than the, te- rather not, than the technique. Not helping the case at all, you, Mark. <laughs> as you're, oh, as so- you're walking through to the front hall, um, John Hanrahan arrives. Uh, Reefs in a cloud of smoke from a sixpenny cigar. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm guessing you arrive on foot. Is that, is that uh, most likely? Yeah, with a, with a carpet yeah. bag. I've got, I've got a bicycle. And Cr- as you, Christ, arrive, no, you, you, you should see what happened to this stuff in a bicycle crash. <laughs> as you get to the front door of the the club, they're, they're doing their best to make it an ornate front door, but it, what they've really done is just screwed a big knob on it so far. Um, I refer you to Mark's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the doorman um, looks you up and down. Can I help you, sir? Then looks you further down. <laughs> I have an invitation. Do you really? On your way. As as a, as a fellow victim of, of the oppressive system, you, you should understand better that, uh, etc. You see, et now I'm just thinking of him as Citizen Smith. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you like to make me a spot hidden role, Mister Hanrahan? Oh, right. Wolfie Hanrahan to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't. Sixty-five. Okay. I, I could try persuade. Mind. Uh, you're welcome. I persuade. Amelia, what was your character's name? Sorry, I've uh, forgotten. Lesser Carol Kane. Fifty-three. Yeah, made it. Carol Kane, did you say? Okay. Karen. Karen. You, uh, after, right. Uh, Carol. Minute. Persuade him to go inside to at least check the list, which he was utterly preparing to not do. So he leaves you on the doorstep while you, <coughs> while he, he nips indoors to check to see if it's even possible that you might be on the list. And as you're standing there in the light rain, feeling oppressed, and feeling <laughs> that, that sort of sense of rage that burns within you that never goes away despite the drink and the, sl- the sleepless nights, um, glance across to an alley, <laughs> um, which is uh, just opposite. Your eyes happen to fall upon it. And there's looks like there's someone leaning out of it, looking at you. Well, take a closer look. Um, a sort of chill runs up your spine because as you look closer at first you thought you knew him maybe he was a family member it slowly dawns on you this person who's leaning out looking at you looks very very much like you I wonder a chill ran up your spine. Appearance four, did you say? God, is that ugly bastard? That was a miracle. Know what you look like yourself? I mean, you do, but you know, you're not used to all your mannerisms. But uh, let's have a no roll from you. Okay, I know eighty-five percent of things, and I roll a zero two. It's some part of you deep down. That is, that's you. Definitely you. It's not just someone that looks like you. That is you. you. And for that knowledge, I'd like you to make a sand roll, please. <laughs> so good, good um, job. Made no dead roll. on. And, and for your appearance, you get another one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, dead on means you don't lose any sand. But it is a... Um, it's, it's chilling. Um, and you look at yourself. This is going to get confusing, so I'm just going to um, say he you. looks at you, um, you and, look and at looks you into and... your eyes, uh, and looks to either side uh, and goes, quick. Hmm. Just how stupid am I? I'm in. I'm into eleven. I should be able to. Would you trust yourself? Good point. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll I'll stay where I am and uh, beckon him over to, to me. Oh, coming. Uh, Bring him out he looks up and down the street. He is. Um, have you got psychology? <sighs> psychology is sort of reading people's body names. Yeah, that's the equivalent of it, isn't it? Uh, let's have a roll on that. Uh, yes, normal success. You are very. By you, I mean him. Um, are very flushed and anxious. You look kind of stressed and nervous and out of breath. Um, and as you beckon yourself over um you look either <laughs> this is confusing he looks up and down the street um and he, he looks angry and frustrated but you're you're well aware of those sort of feelings Definitely him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um maybe i'm the double yeah. he quickly runs Across the street, at least uh, down the road. Uh, so he, he doesn't come right up to the door, but he comes across the street. Um, he doesn't shamble. He moves in the way that you would probably normally move if you were shocked and upset. Um, uh, I haven't got much time. There's something you need to know. Go on. It's... <laughs> Not here. And then an omnibus comes along. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. Just this way, please. I haven't got much time. All right, then. You old smoothie, I never could resist you. Um, <laughs> That's on the 315 at the Derby next week. You'll make a fortune. <laughs> Inside the Diogenes Club. Um, the three of you sit down at the front desk. It's a sort of a, a half full of the... the the audience chamber, the, the sort of lecture theatre, there's a, there's a podium in front, there's a chair, a, 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 an old wooden chair to one side of the podium, um, and then there's all the chairs in front of them. You, There are four reserved seats, and it says reserved for the Perrin party on them. Really? As you enter, Professor Perrin is already sitting down. Ah, Carol, hello. Oh, Colonel, how good to see you! And, uh, and um, Professor, delighted. Um, um, sorry, John, forgot your name. <laughs> Stanley. 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 Now, the, there are some. A, a lot of these are new admissions to the Diogenes Club. There are some of the older members at the back. Um, they have been giving stern looks to um, Amelia, Amelia's character, Professor Perrin. But as she, to uh, to just, them, to decide which university he went to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who is thoroughly uncowed and knocking back a scotch, you know. Yeah, Cambridge. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> See? Oh. Um, as you're walking past, you hear some more mutterings about uh, hit away with that cat Crowley on some Italian island. Most decadent goings on. That sort of thing is is being whispered as as you walk past towards the the front. Right. Is that in reference to one of my recent field trips, or do we think we, it's about um someone else? And you don't know who they're talking <laughs> about, but it's it's entirely up to you if if that might be true of you too. Um, as as you he sit down, um, a. Uh, a waiter arrives. Um, a drinks, sir? Mm. Uh, the yeah. usual, Colonel? 
<laughs> wheel it over. For yes, just make a bucket for the colonel. <laughs> yeah, that's not good and, and for you, Mr. Wellman? Uh, yes, um, I'll have uh, a, a, um, a Manhattan cocktail, please. Oh. <laughs> um, well, uh, uh, I'll, I'll see. Uh, yes, of course, any particular cocktail you had in mind, Mr. Mr. Wellman? Yes, the Manhattan cocktail. Oh, the, the Man- oh, I thought you meant one from the. Oh, <laughs> what an amusing mix-up. Okay, I, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll. Yeah, I tap a cigarette against the uh, case and light up. Okay. Of course, the Colonel is smoking. I mean, are we thinking God, no. the Colonel is a pipe man or a cigar so large that uh... cigar? Yes, I think so as well. Goes with the moustache. Mm. Yeah, I think he said he was a pipe man. Either way, whatever he's smoking, you start to gently move away from him after about 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> um, more people start to file in. Um, those of you with higher credit ratings, which I think might actually be one of you. Um, um, I've got a pretty good yeah, one. 70. Pretty good. 70. Yeah. Eight, recognize. What? You say 85? Yes. A few, uh, you recognize Whose life did you save in the war? Uh, <laughs> no, I was, I was a colonel in the East India Company. Uh, the words line down pockets uh, spring rather apt to mind. So, uh, yes. You rich. Um, You're smoking so... that foul mess. Good lord. <laughs> I have um, them. Sh- I'll have you know I have this shipped from. Uh... <laughs> I saw you were going to say shit. I get this shit from a guy down in Whitechapel. <laughs> um, Fuck you up, man. <laughs> it's called the carrot. Um, anyway, uh, sorry, that was a bit with their line. Um, the, you recognise a member of the cabinet, uh, minor royals, um, very eminent academics. This is uh, it's quite an august um, group of people, so obviously you all fit right in. Not one amongst you would not fit in with this crowd. Oh, oh, yeah, there is one. I'll just just look around because I, I thought Hanran was uh, was on his way. Yes, yes, I sent him the leaflet. He should be here. Cut uh, to James ha- John Hanran, not James, a different one. Um, being beckoned uh, into a, a slightly quieter street off off the back of the Diogenes. Um, you or he, I should say, Mister Hanran walks uh, furtively. But I'm not sure if there's any other way to walk, really. Um, <laughs> no, it's pretty much what I do. Alley, glancing over his shoulder, <sighs> something, something terrible has happened. Well, go on, man, spill it. Come, come closer. First person to get knifed by himself. Okay, what is your constitution, Henry? Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. Let me make this roll in private. Sorry, do you want us to turn off the camera? Yeah, if you could all just uh, leave me uh, for a little private rolling time. Oh, I should have got my dice ready before then, because these don't match. Don't have to match. (laughs) I even bought you a set that didn't match. (laughs) (laughs) Ninety-five. Um... What was the point of making that in private? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I shall now re- re- erase my character sheet and replace it with an almost identical one. <laughs> <laughs> Is this when the Linovich limitation effect kicks in and there's a massive explosion from that side? <laughs> um, or, or CGI goo as in Time Cop. Um, Hanrahan, uh, he makes a sudden move. Uh, you don't really know. It's so sudden that you don't quite know what happens, but everything goes black. And you wake up some hours later in the alley. Right. But he he, he, he did something under his coat. So it moved quickly. There was... That was such a bad roll. I'm not sure you even got time. But there was a a, a flash of something, um, and that that's it. That's so basically, he took you into the alley, flashed at you, <clears throat> and you woken up several hours later. With missing now, memories, at least that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Your Honour. In the meantime, uh, here's I, what happened okay. in the next couple of hours, because you are currently, you don't know what um, anything can happen. Yeah, you you talking about him around. You were sure he was going to come here, but oh, no, no I sign thought of I was honest, he probably got something better to do down the pub. Either that, or they didn't let him in. These places are notorious for. Of course, they let him in. He's a respectable. Well, he's a man. <laughs> around about this point, a tall, thin man enters the room. He's um. He's, he's balding and he, he stoops with age and he uh, he coughs a little as he as he approaches the podium. Um, he nods at Professor Perrin um, as it, as he walks to the stage uh, or as he walks up to the podium. Um, he doesn't wink. He's, he's classy than that. But um, Professor Perrin, you, you have had some correspondence with him on your last uh, mission. You did ask him about some minor aspect of. Uh, Eldritch Doom. Oh, yes, he was very useful. He was very useful, and he, he didn't quite become friendly as close. Um, it's it's Professor Lowe uh... from <laughs> Stockholm University. Shut up. Um, and he, he, uh, he, he puts his arms on either side of the podium and and stands there quietly. Um, the chairman, who's been sitting on the front seat a few seats away from you, uh, stands up hurriedly, uh, realises he's missed his cue, uh, and walks to the front. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a, a man who needs no introduction, um, which is why I forgot to do it, um, a professor, Professor Moe from Stockholm University, a fascinating talk uh, on the... the uh, and Professor Moe interrupts him at this point. A fascinating talk on the mysteries of time. Sorry, there's Sweden. We were warned he had an outrageous French accent. Okay. Is this somebody goes German? Well, I should say it? misinformed, apparently. I came here for the water. Um, <laughs> he nods at the chairman. <coughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, thank you for inviting me. It's uh, it's not because I can't do a Swedish accent. I was just spent about, a lot of time in France. About to ask, do you know what a Swedish accent is? <laughs> just go for the Swedish Muppet Chef, and you know. <laughs> Some of you 
may not. And he nods again to Professor Perry. Sort of subtly like, it's not like, hey, hey, that one at the front, she knows. Um, uh, as some of you may know, I have been working on a new theory of temporal perception. And I've achieved moderately encouraging results. Probably at this point is when the colonel starts to snore. <laughs> if he does it for more than a couple of minutes, he gets a hefty elbow in the ribs. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just blow some smoke straight into his face out the side of my mouth. <laughs> no, he's still snoring for both of you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to the stage where I start to stub my cigarette out on you. (laughs) The professor turns away from the podium for a moment and looks into the middle distance. And a second passes. And then another second passes. And then he drowns on the audience quickly. What? He says, it's time. I reflexively check my watch before I realise he's not actually asking. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) The traditional view is a river inexorably <coughs> past the immobile observer. But we can never know what is coming downstream. We only can describe what is past. However, <laughs> make myself laugh with my accent. However, <laughs> it's rather charming that that happens, you know. <laughs> I have good reason to believe. This view is simplistic, and he bangs the podium, waking up the colonel. If he had (laughs) Um, the colonel applauds and makes his way to the exit, (laughs) pushing back down into his chair. Well, that's similar to what happens because then he spends the next several minutes describing an abstruse and rather complicated uh, multi-dimensional universe in which. Time is really a matter of perception. At lunchtime. Do I get it? <laughs> um, you, what's your physics score? It's like 91. Yeah, you get it. No trouble. <laughs> you follow it. It absolutely is in keeping with Einstein's current. In fact, he's taken some of Einstein's theories a bit further. Um, Einstein's not quite reached full fame yet, but amongst the physics community, he has already started to take it by storm with his four famous... His, his, it's year of wonders with four famous papers that lay. Yeah, but he hasn't done much for the last twenty odd years, so you know. <laughs> and he hasn't quite got to that sort of you know hilarious photograph stage. Oh yeah, no, yeah. he's like not dated Marilyn Monroe or anything. Yet. Um, Did that happen? I'll Did just I be dream? jotting down any um, yes. sort of cool phrases or misunderstanding uh, some ideas that I think will add work well in a, in a story. Eventually, amidst all the physics over the next few minutes, it becomes clear that he's talking about he's developed a hypnotic procedure which allows his subject to eavesdrop on the thoughts of inhabitants of the future. This isn't going to go badly at all. There's a slow sort of murmuring throughout the crowd. Unfortunately, (laughs) he's this. Current technique only works with a, an idiot, what you might call a feeble-minded subject. And so I would like to invite Mr. Hanrahan to say, oh, he's not here. Um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um, he beckons to the side of the stage, and he, a, a, a young uh, man in a, a, a 
Uh, oh, I don't know what the hell I'm playing. around your neck. Muffler. No, with, they're attached to a pullover. Turtleneck? Uh, yeah, attached like John Paul Sartre. Like John Paul Sartre would wear. This isn't critical to the plot. It's a polo neck. Ah. Okay. Um, I've, I've perhaps made more of that than was necessary. Um, We're a bit I, early for the existentialists. Yeah, is this, is this an Apple presentation? <laughs> man, um, with a slightly nervous and, if we're honest, a slightly vacant expression. He's picked up to be Nick. <laughs> he, he steps out to the front of the stage and says, whispers something in German. Those of you who understand German, I believe there's at least one of you. Uh, I have a fairly low score in German, but... Pass. You're close to fluent. Is it fluent in Cthulhu? I can't remember, but it's, it's you know... But bear in mind, he is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's unlikely to be discussing the higher um, dimensions of time and space. Uh, do, do I sit here? He says. Which your your GCSE level German um, easily lets you, <laughs> lets you bear. Um, uh, yes, Hans, you'll sit there. Even his German has a French accent. <laughs> um, Hans here, he gestures to Hans, who sits down nervously facing the crowd, is psychically sensitive, but in all other respects, he is utterly subnormal. <laughs> Poor old Hans. He also speaks not a world of English. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hands. must warn you that I cannot direct this poor boy's mind to a specific area of knowledge. It is difficult to understand what happens in the future, and we can only guess dates. Let us hold in mind that the previous experiments, the thoughts you've picked up are generally related to myself, or at least... Someone who is observing the experiment. He, he looks off <coughs> again for a moment. The can be verified. However, the next few decades are not happy. It seems we are in for some rough times ahead. You may not like what you hear. No. Oh, it's <laughs> but listen very carefully. For yes. <laughs> okay. Um, he leans down to hands and whispers something in his ear. Um, anyone who wishes can try and make a listen roll to hear what it says. Hear yeah, what he says. yeah, go on. I haven't rolled anything yet. 86. I think there's a fair chance I've not made that. <laughs> 39. No, I didn't. No. And the Colonel. May well be asleep. Okay. Um, fair That's why after we can't a, hear anything. <laughs> after a few moments, um, Hans' eyes sort of roll up in his head, and um, the professor whispers to the audience, Ah, uh, I've established the transcape. Now, he puts his hand on his head, as any psychically active man must do when they're about to do something psionically um, and <laughs> and says nah, I would direct Hans's attention to the near future and he, he draws out the U in future for a good few seconds just to make 
sound more dramatic. This is just a sunshine, isn't it? Mm. I've got I've got psychology. Would that cover things like the recent discoveries in hypnosis and stuff? Does he appear to be doing something relatively usual? I think there will be more psychoanalysis. Oh, psychoanalysis. No, I've only got one percent. He's vaguely waving. You know, he's doing something. Yeah, it's not really your field. He does. I mean, Stanley's got something there. He does seem to be a bit of a tit. It's it's perhaps what Stanley (laughs) was referring to. Um, I think you're paraphrasing uh, my actual (laughs) words somewhat there. He leans down and utters a few words in German to um, to Hans. The the German speakers amongst you um, understand. Just, just me, isn't it? Just, yes. <laughs> just you. Uh, what, what he says in German is, "Come on, Hans, do it for Uncle Mo." Um, <laughs> okay, Hans kind of nods his head a few times. Oh, and then he lifts his head up. He says, I, 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 I welcome this kind of investigation because people have got to know if their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. He, he drops his head back to his chest again. Um, and then he, he lifts his head up. He says, Gentlemen, the best of Hallelujah. It drops his head. Um, and I. Oh, 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 there, there can be no doubt. Damien Thorne is the Antichrist. Oh, 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 oh. Um, and Professor Mo kind of stands up. Enough. This is a common, a common problem. Hans has picked up thoughts from the future, but they start to tell us nothing. He speaks not a word of English, but his his accent was almost perfect there, as I'm sure you noticed. It is mm. interesting. We will try again. I lean across to Stanley. It seems to me this chap seems to be a very good actor. Not sure what he's pulling here. Well, I wouldn't say seems that way to me. Um... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Come on, so far, Nick, this, this scenario setup seems really an excuse for you to do your entire raft of impersonations. Nicks and I'm surprised you've got a section from okay. Bond movie, quite honestly. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Um, no. Okay, uh, let me try again. Come on, hands. Do it for Maxi. Do it for Mo. You know you want to. Um, okay, and then Hans lifts his head and looks directly at the, the front row where you four would be sitting if there were four of you. Mm-hmm. Um, we wasted two men's lives for nothing. Those things are as old as time. A few pounds of explosive won't scratch them. Jones and Barbara are dead. Hotchkiss won't be fit for a month. Jones was married. Or will you tell his wife another tragic accident? Much more of this, and there'll be questions in Parliament. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and then... Do any of us recognise those names? Ooh! <laughs> the, the short answer is no, you don't. Jones, Barbara and Hotchkiss were the names you, know, the names you heard. Um, 
Han suddenly looks up at the front row again and says, You're, you're here already. You're already here. Yes, it was uh, a uh, and then he, he vomits onto the floor. Oh, oh, uh, and there's a bit of an uproar from the, the room at this point. And then he, he just sort of leans down into the vomit and just starts crying. Oh, 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 you're already here. You're already here. He mutters carefully. Um, <laughs> uh, and and Mo jumps up, not carefully, carelessly. Um, the opposite is carefully. Um, Mo jumps around from the podium. Um, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we've cut this demonstration short hands as overtaxed himself. It has happened before when he has received thoughts full of anger. Um, rest is the only remedy. Um, I hope to return next year and I may be able to make a better demonstration. Yes, but bring the bucket. <laughs> um, people start to get up from their chairs. Uh, a lot of mushrooms. Yes, well, I think, ladies and gentlemen, we've just uh, seen a a bit of a flim-flam artist there. Yes, I'm thoroughly disappointed, knowing the Professor. He usually does far better work than this. What sort of nonsense he's up to. Legging it, apparently. Uh, Yeah. One can only presume the GM's run out of booze. (laughs) We all have this a problem occasionally. Yeah, you see, I'm going to have, you know, tea. But um, with Nick, it always seems to be something alcoholic. It's not quite reached the Arctic temperatures yet then, John. You haven't got the full fleece effect. I haven't even got my sleeves, no. Um, not wearing my uh, fingerless gloves, but I have got them just here in case. It is meant to go rather cold tonight. All <laughs> oh, right, I'll put a hat on then. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, at this point, Mr. Hanrahan, Your plants are you come to in the alley. Hmm. Well, we were supposed to come to, but we didn't. Hmm, no hangover. Bag's still here. Is my bag still here? Yes. Uh, unimpressed with no, the modern London thief. Unimpressed with the modern London thief. You get, get the knockout clearly enough, but you're supposed to... Shiv me in the guts and run off with the with the goods. Oh. I'll tell you what, it's those bloody upper class oppressing modern day thieves nowadays, distracting them from decent murdering of ordinary folk. Oh, the the, the murdering of the upper class is, is of course a traditional activity. Uh, get get up, brush myself down, um, look around. No, no sign of you. <laughs> Good God, he's invisible. <laughs> and thus, thus um, significantly more attractive than before. Um. <laughs> he's a nice fella, but I just don't know what you see in him. I'll come out of the alley, look around, try to see, see what time it is. I might might have a watch, I don't know. You've got a... Did you before you went into the alley? <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll you had, definitely have a watch, have. because... Um, um, you need to uh, time various things, don't you? Yeah, I've got an alarm clock in the bag, but it's not running. I shall we say time sensitive? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, yes, you, you need to have a, a clear sense of time. Um, uh, maybe uh, 90 minutes have passed. Oh, I've missed this demonstration. Mm-hmm. So, still, still a chap at the door? 
Uh, as you head round, he looks at, oh, you come back, have you? Well, it turns out you were allowed in, after all. Well, I'd better get in then, hadn't I? Well, you missed him, aren't you? All right. He, he lets you say, I think they're coming. As you, as you go through, you hear, um, uh, you, you barge past what you believe is a bloody cabinet member. Um, I, fortunately, this isn't GURP, so I'm not going to make you roll a willpower roll to resist the urge to shiv him. On the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and uh, possibly, to your horror, a, a low-down member, a low-down very much being the operative word, member of the um, the royal family, um, muttering about bloody nonsense, sort of waste of time, absolute arse. Um, as, as you head through to the audience, um, the, the, the lecture theatre, um, you see your three friends um sitting at the, uh, at the we front. can be friends just because you know yeah we, ju- we just avoid certain topics <laughs> that's right we avoid All certain topics. Topics. you somehow managed to twist the conversation <laughs> around <laughs> <laughs> this ice cream is very much how the oppressors are missed the oppressors are oppressed good lord um um you uh, enter the room to the faint smell of um, vomit, and there is a, a, a small. It's not unusual. <laughs> it normally happens just after you enter the room, rather than as you enter the room. Um, there is a a small, what looks to be a feeble-minded man, um, on his knees on the on on the floor, and an elderly gent patting him on the shoulder, going there, 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 hands. Um, in German, so I'm not sure you're aware of it. I don't speak right. it. You don't? Uh, oh, you must have read the translated Karl Marx. <laughs> um, um, as your friends are sort of, uh, what are you doing? Are you getting up to leave? Are you going to see what? It's up to you. But I'd probably this... come to the bar, but you know. <laughs> Anyone else doing anything? Sitting there, getting up, going away? Well. <laughs> Um, uh, Mo is struggling. Professor Mo is struggling to lift up this. Uh, this uh, yeah, man. well, I don't actually want to touch the vomit-covered idiot. Um, oh, oh, sound I'll walk over and pick the neck. Oh, you're all hot. <laughs> 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 um, uh, hands go, oh, uh, as, as you hoik him Come up. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to call him a hun buffoon or anything? <laughs> 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 um, have you any skills in diagnosed disease or physician or what it's called in this modern game um, medicine I suppose you have no skill. none of you have any skills whatsoever. would you like to make a medicine role regardless percent. <laughs> so we know that you're not that sort of professor so well, uh, narrow, narrow it down uh, Colonel, would you like to make a medicine roll as you're helping um, up? I, I attempted, um, I have a skill of bar and I rolled 28. So. Uh, 28, okay. You get as far as realising Professor Mo himself looks quite unwell. Um, so he really does right. appreciate the help with hands. Um, oh, thank you, my friends. Thank you. Oh, I will um, get a cab and we shall return to our separate rooms in the hotel. <laughs> All right, sit down, man. You uh, you look like you've seen a ghost. 
a ghost to air. Oh, 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 my heart. Um, no, it's it, it, it. <laughs> um, uh, it is. It is wearing. I'm afraid. Um, Let me get you a whiskey. Uh, Mark, Mark, can you, uh, um, whiskey's over here. Of course, of course. yes. Um, at this point, you notice um, Hanrahan is at the back. Sort of yeah, if, if if I've spotted uh, Professor Perrin, then I'll, I'll, I'll probably uh, head towards her, because I suspect she's easy to spot in this crowd. Uh, oh, she, okay. she towers heaven children's above most of it, yes. <laughs> okay, um, the colonel seems to be helping an elderly man uh, to his seat, along with uh, an idiot. Let's face it, he's an idiot. Um, not the colonel, the, the man next to him. Uh, they both sit down. Uh, Hans just stares off into the future. There's tears sort of slowly running down his... So it stares off into the future. That was a, 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 a Freudian slip. <laughs> stares off into the distance. Um, there's tears streaking down his face. And um, Mo just sits there quietly for a moment, shaking his head. Oh, oh dear. Um, at this point, Hanrahan turns up um, and introduces himself to the professor. Amy, uh, miss anything? A oh, bit of a missed opportunity, really. I don't know why we bothered coming. Oh, well, Hanrahan, tell you the truth, you've not missed a lot unless you like watching people be humiliated and vomit. If I wanted that, I'd go to Parliament. Always <laughs> with the politics. <laughs> oh, a wise guy, huh? <laughs> oh, I had, had had an interesting experience outside, my dear. Chap, chap turned up, looked looked uh, just just like me. Said he had something to tell me. Next next thing I knew, it was some hour later. I mean, this is a surprise because you um, did not think that anyone could actually look quite like Mister Henry. Oh, to be honest, London's full of people who look. Generally, like Mr. Hanrahan, <laughs> 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 maybe not quite that bad. But no, this uh, is why they band together and and try and get you know their rights sorted out and everything. Because let's face it, nobody's going to take pity on him. <laughs> no, he's a lovely fellow. Um, His heart's in the right place. That's that's what I find. You can be fairly sure of that, even at App Four. Yeah. Mm. That's very cool. Maybe. It suffers from the very rare congenital condition. Oh, what's it called? Circumscriptive reflector. Where your heart actually. <coughs> it's a very cruel thing to say. Well, I, I suspect most mostly I suffer from not having been far enough away from the bang. But you know. <laughs> um, the, the professor Mo uh, drinks his whiskey slowly, gives a bit to to hands. They are hands who will need your strength later tonight. He says. <laughs> I don't know why I've added this to the the written <laughs> this, this vague homoerotic undercurrent, but, um, but I like it. Um, <laughs> that's probably why. Given uh, uh, nobody seems to be buggering off to the bar any time soon, um, they're bringing drinks to Mo. us. Yes, I know, but I want to just leave. Professor, Professor, um, this wasn't uh, what I expected of you. Oh, really? Just, no, it, in all our writings, you'd see. Now, you, Professor. No, it seems just complete nonsense. I mean, he raises an eyebrow. And we dated our dealings together. You seem a completely With rational. Some effort, he raises the other eyebrow. <laughs> and it, to, to bring up this nonsense. 
Hanses in the future. But you have no evidence, man. Well, you have experiences with the... He looks around the forces of darkness. Yes, of course we all do, but... I assure you... Who doesn't? I speak the absolute truth. And what is more... I will tell you something else. <laughs> Obviously, because I said what is <laughs> I will tell you that um, the strength of Anne's reaction suggests an event in the very near future. Only events close have such an impact. But I see by your eyes you do not believe me. <laughs> He's much less creepy in the text. <laughs> <laughs> and that's French, one of you. <laughs> that's right. Sorry, I keep forgetting he's Swedish. He's, he's so convincing as a creepy. I should, I should don't believe me. Yeah, well. <laughs> that's not no, true. That's the end of the hotel. You are. I should don't believe me. That would Um. Uh. Did you not I have the Muppets you. when you grew up, while well, you were growing up, Nick? Um, I don't want to just go, hoody, hoody, hoody. I mean, that's all I'd be able to do, and that would be... <laughs> I mean, um, Swedes don't actually speak like that, but all the Swedes I know do think the Swedish chef is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, will, they will accept it far more than being told that they actually, actually really speak with an outrageous French accent. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Perrin, I assure you, everything that has happened, it was not staged. I suggest you keep an ear out for these names, eh? This Jones, this Barber, this... Hodgkiss. Oh, thank you. I was distracted. Um... They have some significance for your future, eh? Eh? Very French now. Does anyone want to speak to these sicky hands, or um? <laughs> yes, you're very welcome to. He's just staring off. No, no, no. I wasn't offering. I was just Perhaps saying. Perhaps I should just say something <laughs> in German, like. Uh, uh, oh, shall we get you a glass of water? Everything's okay now. Um, do you need a oh, brandy? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, just water would be fine, thank you. Splendid. Uh, Lucky. <laughs> Chris Lucky. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know, the funniest thing is I bet he's never heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yes, uh, they, they give him a glass of water, which he devours with relish. Um it's a funny way well, to Well, I see, you know, like, yeah, I mean, most of us just drink it and then leave the glass. Yeah, just take glass and all. <laughs> and a few moments later, um, a another lackey um, approaches uh, Professor Mo. Taxi's, taxi's ready, sir, if you wish to. Oh, thank you all. Thank you all, have it. Uh, oh, uh, he says. <laughs> I don't know why he does that. Um, Shouldn't you wipe down your idiot before you go? <laughs> Sorry, I've just read that. We did it. Okay. He thought his um, talk was going to be so crap and so short he pre-booked a taxi. Uh, yes, he, he stands up. Uh, 
I thank you, my friends. Uh, I, he shakes um, Professor Perrin's hand. Listen for those names. Um, I will, Professor, but uh, you'll have to give me some more evidence at some point. The evidence will come to you. <clears throat> well, Sorry, personally, Carol, I think he's an absolute oh. fraud, so... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Professor Mo looks affronted. Come on, Hans, we're leaving, he says, um, as, they, as, as Hans stands. The Colonel, not known for his inner monologue. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he thinks okay, the they... inner monologue is a country somewhere near to outer monologue. <laughs> <laughs> they, they leave the Diogenes Club. And it's right. over to you, Gaps. Well, I hesitate to say it, Professor, but um, it's a bit of a rum fella, isn't he? Well, that's just what I understand. I mean, previously he's been so rational. But I'm only aware that you, um, you kind of corresponded with him on actual useful stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was part of your last investigation. Well, yes, he's, he's he's been very helpful on on our recent um, investigations, uh, but it has been far more, you know. So perhaps he, perhaps he's seen something recently that that uh, knocked his mind askew. Then well, possibly he always was a bit barking. Possibility, I suppose. Well, he didn't see barking; just a complete and utter charlatan. Yeah, well, a yes, of, I'm, I'm in the awkward position of agreeing with with the colonel. Um, I mean that. It's just sideshow stuff, isn't it? You know, oh, I see the future. Do a few voices, you know, and then well, become over overcome with emotion. I think the vomit was a bit unnecessary. Yeah, um, none of it can be proven. So, where, I mean, where he's not exactly a fakir, you know. They were top class. Yeah, I mean that Richard Nixon was pretty good. Which, which, How would we know? Was that the first one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he, all I can say, he is the foremost oh. expert on the occult and time that I know. But, as you say, it, it all seems a bit of a flim-flam. Uh, well, how about we go and get some supper? Fantastic. Uh, so, it's a nice idea. Waste, eh? yeah. Fantastic. I mean, we can, uh, I, mean I can arrange for something here if you want, or... Um... Oh, God, no. S- no something that smells a bit better. Uh, they've, got, they've got a terrible restaurant. It's coming from the guy who lives in Waller in Whitechapel. <laughs> yes, but it's usually free of vomit. Come on, in fact, that 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 was on the investment when I rented it. Usually free of vomit, <laughs> <laughs> with a little star, <laughs> and, and underneath it said "star not legally binding." <laughs> um. Full star. Oh god! You can tell I've started using the dictation thing at work to write my reports, saying full stop at the end of it. <laughs> full stop. Hematuria. 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 That has been my working day. <laughs> you don't think it might actually be quicker to write it down? Yeah. yeah by the time I've spelled out S D M A, possibly with quill. <laughs> it will save me time in the future. Right, um, let's get a cab, and I will get us into um, a, a well, fashionable I mean, place. A good um, time is had that evening by all, unless you wish to do anything especially. Um, let's let's find, well, just find out what's happened to Anne Rand because she seems uh, <laughs> rather 
bizarre experience of his own, although it sounded a lot more fun than the one we had. I think being yes, yes, left, like left for it. dead in an application <laughs> watching a vomiting German. Oh, <laughs> and you can quote me on that. <laughs> John, where did you uh, where did you your uh, chap um, um, assaulted you? Oh, just uh, side street round 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 the side of the club and woke up at the back of it. But, um, uh, I didn't didn't seem to have any bruises when I woke up, so I don't know. What are you doing hanging around in alleys, man? So so said he had something <laughs> vitally important to tell me, and uh, well, I mean, you, you always have a look around. John, John was his own worst enemy, but you didn't think it would literally. <laughs> <laughs> With us um, popping around and having a bit of a bit of a look over. Well, I didn't didn't see anything when I woke up, but I'll show you where the, where it happened. Certainly. Well, come uh, on, it first and have a drink. You know, I'm sure, uh, the galley's not going anywhere. It isn't. The when evidence you, is probably already gone. When you finish your drinks and investigate the alley, I don't care how many spot hidden rolls you make. There is nothing to find in the alley. It is a bog standard alley. There's no blood. There is no uh, a scorch mark. There's no surprise Why face nailed to a wall. I don't know. I'm just saying that these are some of the things you don't notice. Here are the many things you don't find. There's no, There's no time machine. There are no clones. <laughs> a a circle of mice chanting E-R-E-R Definitely not one of those. There's no spleen. In a bin. So, no, back push would have been very different if that had been. <laughs> All your um, friends, not the chaps. We will bring it, we will summon it. <clears throat> Time passes. And eventually. Do you know, it's got well, a toad creature in it as well, hasn't it? <laughs> a few days later. You, you're no, don't stop. I, don't, I think we've stumbled on something here. No, no, this works. <laughs> Sorry, carry on, carry on. Um, a few days, a few days later, later you're, you're, kind of the incident is largely forgotten. Um, you pick up the times. You all obviously read the times apart from, I don't know when socialists work. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, it's possibly not. Uh, it's, it's, not yet, no. He, no. he gets it. The, he gets it the day after, usually with a with a slight smell of haddock. <laughs> <laughs> On page four of the times, five days later. There is an article which catches your eye, which uh, the headline is Divers Killed. Two Royal Navy divers died yesterday afternoon in a training accident near Morecambe Bay off the Lancashire coast. Petty Officer Jones, brackets 29, close brackets, and able seaman Barber, close brackets 27, close brackets, were salvaging equipment from the trawler Highland Spring which was sunk during the Great War. Authorities believe that they accidentally detonated an explosive mine lodged in the wreck. The bodies were taken to Barrow in Furness, where an inquest will shortly be held. Three fatal accidents involving divers have occurred this year. We are led to understand the Navy may review safety practices and equipment. Hmm. Hmm. Dangerous business. Hmm. I've heard those names before. Yes. Is there any mention of a Hodgkiss anywhere in the article or in this news? There is not, but your companion, 
who would have been here, uh, safe for work, kicking him in the nuts. Uh, John Smith, who is a reporter in the Times, who you know rather well, and who's accompanied you on uh, various... Oh, shit. Um, sorry. Um, adventures. <laughs> sorry, that, that was a silent that internal, one internal monologue. <laughs> that, was, that um, was a kernel version of the internal monologue, Nick. Uh, sorry. Um, uh, mentions that part of the story was. Uh, no, no, I just lost story of characters. Mentions that uh, one of the the parts of the story that wasn't mentioned was there was also hospitalised a Mister uh, an able seaman Hodgkiss. Oh, I may send a note round to everyone saying, "Did you see this morning's Times?" <laughs> well, we could always use the um, Oneo graphene phone. There's one at my club. The telephone. I, was, I guess I think my my department has one somewhere. The instrument. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, but whenever John says anything, there's always a silence of oppression. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me the beer of oppression. <laughs> Long history of uh, the oppressors using beer, keep the workers down, right back to the Egyptians. In Mr. Harrahan's case, I may sell him a telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Quite a rum show, really. I mean, those of you with a mathematical or physical bent, uh, although Jones is a relatively common name, Barber and the chance of it occurring alongside a Hotchkiss are, and now stop me if I'm getting too technical, but very small indeed. Yes, however, we were kind of primed to keep an eye out, weren't we? Hmm. You were. It's like when people start saying the number 23, you know. So, oh. Yes, number 23 behind everything. Mm. Well, you yes. Everywhere. So that's what you may think, but the, the odds of those things occurring together within, a few, within less than a week. Oh, okay. I, I may uh, suggest I meet up for a pint at the lunchtime, just as a hmm. quick pint. Is this whole Look. adventure going to be alcohol driven? Um, I'll yes. Just the more one. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to carve out our own niche compared to the yogis who always make it food related. I can't see the professor being a, an afternoon tea type girl. So, you know. <laughs> I'm shocked. Um, now, I'll be back in a sec. I'll just get some more wine. <clears throat> Why don't you have the wine bottle with you? Uh, yeah, your... I did that last week and then I woke up with a very bad <laughs> I suppose the hangout, was, the hangout was still open. Everyone else had gone. It was four in the morning. <laughs> it's one step from the straw into the bottle, you know. He's got the imprint of the keys all on his face. <laughs> I've got to say, so far, I'm mainly picturing Amelia's character as being Claire Balding. I don't know how everyone else is doing. At, at all, Claire Balding. <laughs> she is quite tall. Yeah. yeah. They're the worst people to look, at, look like than Claire Balding. John Hanneran, for a start. <laughs> well, the problem I've got there is that I'm immediately thinking of Brian Hanneran. <laughs> Big bushy beard. Okay. What did I miss? What's the plan? 
the plan that you've missed is, is deciding that um, the professor probably looks like Claire Balding. So I wouldn't say you've missed a great deal of importance. You all commune at the, the pub. Is it a pub you're going to? A pub will do, yeah. 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 Now, I mean, all right, it's an interesting coincidence, but just pictures of w- walking up to the Navy and saying, we heard, we heard this mad Swede mentioned those names of those blokes who have died, and so we'd like to get involved in your investigation. I mean, even if I weren't there, they wouldn't let you in. Well, there is the possibility that the professor had already heard about this, or Hans had heard about this. Yeah. I mean, what do we say, you know, a German idiot has told us. Well, those of you with longer memories than 30 seconds will remember that um, the the article in the Times mentioned the the, the divers the accident occurred yesterday afternoon, which was four days. Yeah, you see, that's that's when the military says it occurred. They're not exactly known for updating the press on the dot, are they? To be fair, they're also not exactly known for updating German idiots on the dot. Is he really a German idiot, though? Mm. So, Professor's got hold of some uh, information from somewhere, or... Mm. Something that's hard to get. He feeds his active friend the lines. I mean, it was a good performance, and as I say, the vomit was very convincing. I mean, you perhaps know more than me, but um, I don't know what, what what does it leave us. Even if we say, "Well, yes, that's amazing. He's he's somehow seeing the future." What do we do with that? Well, do any of us, Colonel, have any contacts with the military? <laughs> well. That you could just put out. I have, I have on the I have on with the army, not so much on the navy side. So. Oh, they're all the same, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Go around shooting people. Um, I mean, I can go back to the club and um, inquire. I guess um, oh, you do know a, you do know a few. Um, in fact, isn't uh, one of your ex uh, ex chums not ex chum uh, rather high up in the admiralty? Uh, Nowadays, Colonel. Ah. Yeah. Might even be uh, subsecretary to the Lord. Uh, wow, what was Churchill? The Lord. Oh, oh, Johnny, of the oh, Johnny Jenkins. Yes. First Lord Admiral. First Lord of the Admiralty is what I was trying to think. Of. Yes, he went into the funny chap. He didn't 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 like the old. Uh, uh, the old bayonet at all. He uh, far, far preferred to be um, on, on, on the water. I'm sorry, is this like a string of euphemisms? <laughs> <laughs> you have, I don't know, sir, but I read it in the Public time, school experience. <laughs> no, this is, this is the Navy we're, t- we're talking about. It, 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 would, it would be um, had, had too much of a taste for sodomy. None of this messing around with... Um, Euphemisms. <laughs> so well, no, kiss, no kissing the golden rivet or anything like that, then. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway. And the game falls off the side of the track. <laughs> so, you to to so uh, yes, uh, uh, yeah, um, yes, I'm sure I can arrange to see. Um, Johnny, I mean, I mean, he's more, 
<laughs> more than happy to, um, you know, he owes me a favour or five. That so, really was a, a dreadfully sharp piece sharp of mango. Piece of mango. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, um, you have the number for the private secretary to the First Lord of the Admiralty. Um, are you giving him a bell or are you, are you just going yes. to... I'll, I'll, I'll go uh, yeah. Yes, uh, uh, Commander Jenkins, please. Uh, speaking. Ah, Jenkins! <laughs> Good Lord, is that Monty? Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, oh, looks like you're right outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it cannot just quite get out of the back to it. We'll, we'll pan back to them standing right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Shouting through sweet Monty, good lord, I haven't heard for you in years. How are you? Uh, oh, mustn't grumble, sir. Mustn't grumble. Rum do in Calcutta, what? Well, yes, yes. Don't know what the bloody hell I was doing there as, as, as a Navy chap, but uh, <laughs> is it even a port? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I was on shore leave, obviously. <laughs> Oh, well, um, how are you? How's the wife? Oh, I forgot. Sorry. Um, yes, uh, no. Uh, Mem has been gone. Sorry, been gone now twenty years. Oh, good lord! I'm uh, sorry I to hear. I, I, so still hear I still hear that she's doing all right, but uh... <laughs> run off the gardening boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, she just went down into the cellar to fetch something. <laughs> <laughs> what can I do for you, Monty Old Bean? Well. Um, rather a rather an odd question, really. Um, uh, of course, of course. Anything, anything for an old. Um, uh, that 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 um. Twice. Straight. Thank you. That um, bus up on the co- uh, up the coast with your divers. Bus up on the coast with a diver. Hang, hang on a moment. Oh, you mean that's that malarkey up up north? Yes, yes. Uh, what of it? Well, it's 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 rather. Odd. When did it actually happen? Uh, I'll if I know. Um, tell you what, look into it for you, shall I? Yes. What want, yeah. What do you want to know? You want to know when it happened? says so, in the Times it happened yesterday, but I'll, I can find out a bit more for you. Yeah. Um, and, um, okay, so at this point, my colleagues who have been stood probably at about 20 yards away. It's <laughs> like the better way as the time goes <laughs> Desperately shoving jelly deals into our ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, will be... Uh, <laughs> Um, will no doubt be um, telling me what else we need to. What you know, actually very... happened? <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah. So what? What happened with them? What sort of explosive or whatever it was? Um, well, yeah. Were, were they? You know, were, were they using explosive? No. Well, no. They were. They were. They found a mine. Didn't they? So, um, um, they detonated. So, oh, so from the from the times, they accidentally detonated an explosive mine lodged in the wreck of the Highland Spring. And the what bodies were taken to Barrow in Furnace. Yes, and how's the guy doing who supposedly survived or didn't survive? Or... Hodgkiss. Yeah. Hodgkiss. You want to know? Okay, so you want to know when it happened yesterday. Um, uh, what happened? Mind blew up. Um, and how um, 
You basically want some more information, don't you, old boy? I know you. I know when you are fertling for info. I'm a, you know me. I'm always up for a fertile. So <laughs> I quite remember that. Those three girls in Calcutta with the uh, viciously sharp. Um, what is it exactly? Um, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll do a bit of sniffing around. I, I'm sorry if that sounded unpleasant in reference to the previous uh, <laughs> Um And I'll, I'll get back to you. Uh, it shouldn't take more than an hour. Slow day yeah. here. Yeah, thank you, sir. Uh, no problem. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a tinkle back. You're at, uh, where are you exactly? At the old gentleman's club? Am I, uh, where are we actually? Probably your club. There the... we are. We're in the army and navy. Um, gentlemen, I don't know how they let you in, Monty. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Yes. You're, you're a twat. Um, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, I'll call you back. Forces, isn't it? The, the lack of in a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's obviously something to do with us being all, uh, us being uh, sort of army tops. Absolutely drunk. <laughs> Okay. H- hearing blasted by cannon fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Good Lord. I'm terribly <laughs> sorry, Your Majesty. Um, okay. Uh, 57 minutes later, uh, the waiter comes back. Uh, it's a phone call for you. So. Uh, you bring uh, the phone. Colonel. Uh, Admiral. Colonel. Colonel. Don't call me an Admiral, boy. Okay. And you pick up the phone. Uh, Montague. No, Carruthers. Uh, Carruthers. I know this is the this is on the other end of the phone. Oh, okay, yes. Oh, so he. Yeah. Hello, Montague. Jenkins. Um, I it's just randomly throwing names around. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ethel. Johnny, he's he's. Well, the name I sort of looked out of thin air was Johnny Jenkins. You That's said. why I'm wondering who Montague is. I'm Montague Carruthers. He's Montague. Ah. Yes. Yes, Which but, you've, did, but you've only known him for 30 years. You haven't got the first names yet. No. no. <laughs> yes. um, or Monte. I'm afraid there's nothing more to know, Montague. Um, <clears throat> and I would suggest you uh, drop your investigation. Ah. That's all. Thank you. Good day. And the phone goes dead. That was rather wrong. Hmm. Oh, so has he, uh, has he confirmed the timing? Well, just said nothing more to know and put the phone down on me. Well, oh. I'm most unimpressed, you know, after, you know, after our time in Calcutta. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, or we could switch to English if that would help. <laughs> <laughs> His second language. Does anyone speak bluster? <laughs> um, so so no. you've got no information from him at no. all? No. And he told me to um, drop our investigation. That sounds suspicious. Drop our... How... What, what does he mean, our investigation? What did you tell him? Well, I... Well, you, heard just asked. you heard me before, you know. I, I, I yes, we did. Mention you investigated <laughs> anything, did you? <laughs> yes, you couldn't help. <laughs> yes, everybody heard you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
there are amoeba on Saturn. <laughs> yes, in fact, quite possibly we've found a way to project to the future. <laughs> I don't recall you mentioning an investigation. No. Look, very rum deal. So why would he think we were investigating? Unless there's something to be investigated and he assumed that your innocent inquiry must be something more. Or, of course, he he, he knows um, what happens when, when somebody is told to lay off the investigation. He actually wants it to happen, but he can't officially countenance it. Yes, no, not Johnny Jenkins. Into, He's not that possibly sort of getting into a cycle of. So naturally, I would take the wine in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Never started major land war in Asia. <laughs> well, I've never talked my mind to a naval base before. There may actually be something worth investigating. What do you mean that? Uh, Awful chap was actually uh, on the level. Well, no. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I don't. E we don't even know if this is actually connected to that. It just seems well, to be a bit odd, and uh, quite frankly, my uh, my interest is piqued. Fucking finally. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had been waiting for somebody to say. You get a letter from your uncle saying <laughs> he ha he's been left a house in a whale. <laughs> I've waited for days. Right. Uh, if everyone else would like to continue with the investigation, I unfortunately have to go now. But do please carry on, and uh, I will catch up with you next week. Uh, mm. Yeah, we can carry on for a short period of time. Nigel. Good night. Bye. Be seeing you, Captain. Mm. I don't believe that Stanley was ever in the war. But, uh... Don't believe it. John's gone very static. He has gone very static. <laughs> he's still there. Yeah, he's just sitting there very quietly. Watching. No, I think he's actually frozen. Hmm. He has no. shut down. Mm. Okay. So, um... Do we want to do more digging at this end, or should we head off on a field trip to Morecambe? Fancy the, fancy the seaside this time, yeah? Mm -hmm. What is time? Please tell me it's not the middle of winter. <laughs> now, I'm wondering about sand rolls here. Um, in previous investigations, have taken you to well, the plateau of Lang, to the dark South Pacific and the fabled island of Rillier, but this investigation threatens to point you in the direction of Lancashire. <laughs> As long as it's not Blackpool, we'll be fine. <laughs> it's at Morecambe Bay. It's not far from Blackpool. It's just up the coast. <laughs> yeah, just up the coast. You're all right. Uh, October, apparently. Yeah, bracing walk up the uh, Irish Sea coast would be lovely. <laughs> it was actually, I've slightly changed it from the amount. It's uh, late August. Oh, right. Yeah, you said. Bracing walk up the North Sea coast would be lovely. It's still bloody freezing. It's just <laughs> like <laughs> it's not. Hmm. You can maybe seize one of those. Um, some of those um, amusement chappies up there as well. 
And mm. uh, so you gather the inquest is to be held in a couple of days' time. Is that at down the, here? At the no, it's in Barrow in Furness in the court. I'm afraid there's no escaping heading up north. Unless you just <laughs> uh, abandon the investigation, in which case you may actually hold the record of actually finishing a <laughs> not necessarily one-shot Cthulhu adventure in in one shot. <laughs> oh, don't be ridiculous. Well, by actually avoiding the adventure completely. By actually I mean, you're welcome to. I've got a little box to read to you about, you know, destruction of the earth and that sort of thing. If you don't go, but, you know. Well, that's good. Well, I'm sure the colonel can uh, get his uh, rolls out the garage and we can... Well, if, if they if haven't got interest well, in public, we certainly ought to go to it. Well, that or, you know, we can... Um, surely, we, you know, we can... Hop on the um, train. Hire, hire, well, I was thinking hiring a carriage. Hiring a carriage yeah, on the train. Yeah, that's probably going to be Quit. I mean, the official speed limit in Britain is, was it like 20 miles an hour at the minute? 28, so, no, it's about 50 or something like that. 20, okay, all right. So, but there's no, uh, there's no way. I mean, you're starting to be around sort of like the early 19, Saints, 19, aren't you? Yeah, 1928 was the jazz age, beginning of, you know. Yeah, you know, so you're years. sort of thinking, you know, you're, so you're talking about early Saint. Yeah, so you're changing about one tyre every two hours of driving. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But to be fair, you've actually probably been going at about 70, 80 miles an hour on, <laughs> with with basically um, block brakes. And, um, yeah. But bear in mind, you're not, like, shooting out the M4 here. You're, um, you're going very slowly up country lane. Well, no, I was actually thinking more about hiring a carriage on, uh, what, what would it be, LNER? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, probably rail travel is going to be your best bet. To yeah, up to the 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 dark. Are we still are we still at the point where we where hiring a carriage is is legitimate? Um, you know, as in, you basically have your carriage put onto the train. And... Oh yeah, you can do that. So it's expensive, but you can do it. Well, yeah. Or we just book a you know carriage in first class. Or or you could do that. Yes. Don't know. Have we got tat that we normally go take? What hat are you normally taking? Bag. I mean, you have been on investigations before. You're very no, welcome. This is this is my this, no, this is my point. So, in other words, you know, do we do things like you know, we take a small howitzer with us and things like that, or um, <laughs> or generally we're going to the seaside. You know? You're experienced investigators, and you have noticed that from humble kernels, sometimes large things grow. <laughs> uh, now, I'm not suggesting that you are. Colonel, in any way humble. Um, no, by no, by no <laughs> means is he. He wouldn't know humble if it, if it came up and shot at him. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, John probably has. So, all yes, sports, all how, how tooled up you head up to Barrow. But yes, you can certainly take the train. It's probably going to take about eight hours on the train to get up there. Probably not much... Uh, in 28, it's probably about the same as it is now. It's probably yeah. very similar, yes. May well be quicker. Yeah, they yeah. Were, well be they'd quicker. actually abolished speed limits by the end of the 1920s. <laughs> no, I mean, the, tra- the, the, the trains were fast. Yeah, the trains were the same yeah. um, pretty much as you get now. I mean, you could even 
hire a character like one of the rail trains, uh, one of the mail trains, and that would get you there very quickly. But that costs an awful lot. Oh, we only don't need to be there for another couple of days, so you know. We'll, no, just, we'll, just, we'll, we'll just go up on a normal. Well, we'll just, uh, we'll do, as you say, we'll just hire out a first-class carriage and just go for that. All right. Well, from now on, as you head up north, Keeper's going to develop oh, a, yeah. a fairly accurate northern accent. Because uh, <laughs> I was actually looking into accent from Barrow, and it, it's sort of a, a normal cod northern northern accent. Hello. Hello, don't don't look so sad. So, could be worse. Could actually, <laughs> you, you, you could, could have be gone to Liverpool. I, I'm terribly sorry. Um, so it's a heavily industrialised area. It's a port, but not. It's a more of a sort of. Could uh, be a fishing yeah. port. Yeah, yeah, the, it's a fishing port. It's a, um, there's, it's not much other than there. It was, it was a fishing village originally. Um, then there was iron ore and coal discovered. Um, uh, in 1927, the town is a typical northern town in that it is grimy, smoky, and noisy. But it's nothing like as bad as it'll be in about five years' time, when it's all quiet. What what happens in 1932? Well, the Great Depression is kicking in. Oh, right, yes, okay. Uh, well, there, there will be some depression. Uh, it depends. depends how things go here, really, to be honest. Um, <laughs> there, uh, there is the, the famous Vicar's Yard, famous to people who live there, and the picturesque ruins furnace for, for building ships. Ah, thank you. Oh, right, that's the um, Vickers. The inquest is in the coroner's no, court. Not, a re- not the reverend yard. <laughs> yes, I was going to say. It's <laughs> corral pastors. Or <laughs> what are you looking to do to stay there? You have no contacts in, contacts in this area. Um, Probably so stay at the railway hotel by default. Yeah, that's generally the only hotel mm. in the area. That's true, yeah, the station hotel, uh, comfortable accommodation. Uh, yeah, it's certainly got enough room for you. Um, the beds are clean and a good breakfast is provided. Uh, so we won't get too much further as Amelia's <laughs> about to fall asleep. Um, no, that's fine. I, I don't want to get Not slept well recently. <laughs> heavily into the uh, the inquest, but you arrive the next day in Barrow in Furnace. That uh, you notice the quaint little people with their with their funny accents. Um, and their um, their their quaint northern ways. There are a lot of cloth caps and whippets in evidence. So it's up to you. You have a twenty four hours before the inquest begins. You check in at the station hotel. All right, welcome. Put your stuff in room. That sort of thing happens. Because apparently in the north they don't bother saying the. Instead they say. Um, and so um, <laughs> instead, they, instead they twitch. <laughs> you can put your stuff in room. I'm sorry, are you Yorkshire or Lancashire, Nick? I'm I'm up north generally. <laughs> Somebody you might who... want to spend some time on beach. 
<laughs> on the beach. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be Mancurian. Thinking of which, um, f- find a pub where sailors drink and just listen in. Yeah, I was going to suggest, actually, could we fight, look out whoever it was who presumably a boat had to go out and pull the bodies in or whatever? Or... Oh, interesting. You want to go to where there's lots of semen? <laughs> Sorry. I had to crow brother in at some point. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Let us have... Uh, it's not quite listen rolls because, you, you know, it's not just a one-off thing. It's more of a... Oh, I don't know. What is there a sit? Would you like? Would you like me to make a persuade roll to try and get people to talk to us? Yes, it's kind of an inverse credit rating in many ways. Um, let's no, have I'm, a I'm, roll. I can do that. Of your credit rating, please. How about persuade? To just, just literally, just go up to people and say, "Tell us about what's going, what was going on." Uh, I, I, yeah, okay, you can have a, a persuade roll at minus 20 because you're so posh, or, or a negative credit rating. Roll. And okay. I'll, I'll go I'll, for the negative credit rating. I'll take the persuade at minus 20, so I've got a skill of 60, then including yes. the minus 20, and I rolled 30. And I, I, I've passed, uh-huh. passed the 100 minus credit rating by the same sort of margin. Okay. You learn that the bodies were brought in on a navy tug called the Archimedes. Okay. Um, Did people hear the bang? No one that you speak to heard or saw anything that are suspicious. And it's quite... Sorry, it's quite close to the the shore, the uh, the name of the ship that I've forgotten, the Highland Spring. No one, no one ever noticed anything. The, the first thing they knew was that the Archimedes was tugging into port with some wounded officers on board. Um, where did it actually uh, ship into? Was it by itself? Yeah, into the vicar's yard, and then they went on. There is a local navy hospital. Yeah, actually in Barrow itself. <coughs> and the the uh the uh you could call them cretins, you could call them invalids, uh were taken taken to that point. Uh, many of them were dead, so I suppose corpses would be a more accurate term for them. Um They were taken oh. to the Barrow Hospital, which is a, a naval hospital. I would like to go to the hospital. Oh. Uh, okay, you can do that the next day. Um, the inquest will be the... Well, I suppose you have a day, don't you? Um, all right. You are admitted. Okay. Because so... of your rank uh, in the army. They'll I know welcome. I'm army, but... Um... And I'm, you know, fully prepared to, for a little bit of uh, joshing and a little bit of uh, leg pulling. Uh, yes. The, the hospital is located near the Vicar's Works. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm wondering whether Carol and um, John would uh, may, may, may be useful for them to go and have a chat with the uh, chaps at, at, at the works. And is the boat still there? That, that he came in, that they were brought in on. 
The Archimedes. Or the Tug. Yeah. Yeah, seems worth a go. Okay, well, we'll uh, go to the hospital first. Um, at the hospital, um, <coughs> it's a very small, <laughs> it's a very small naval hospital. Obviously, they don't, you know, they don't have a lot of naval accidents, so it's not, it's not their fault. The uh, the attending uh, medic, naval medic, is called uh, Doctor Garden. I suppose he'd be a captain. A, a medic's automatically captain is something like that. I'd be a commander. Uh, he's an officer, regardless. Yeah, yeah. commander. You're, you're an officer. Yeah. Um, you're probably just a lieutenant or something. Yeah, well, they get called things. I think things still things like surgeon lieutenant and, uh, at this yeah, point. They get, yeah, they get called. Yeah. He has so. some, some uh, uh, time appropriate to medical rank. Um, Dr. Garden, he is a. Um, oh, he's also wearing a polo neck. Artist. <laughs> Great. Um, Can I just say, and I mean this most sincerely, people wearing polo necks yes. aren't necessarily cretins. <laughs> I, 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 did not, I did not make the association. Um, I'm just saying that he, he does. Um, this I thought, is, uh, I, thought I, should, I thought I should just point this out to you. You know, so. That's Dr. Garden. You just... Dr. Garden does look a little bit like somebody... It's not a polar neck, it's a turtleneck. It's like what you, you get on an Aaron jumper. Oh, uh, you see, I knew I should have shown you the photo earlier. Um, the photo is not photo. The thumbnail sketch. Um, <laughs> he's... Uh, okay, You. Uh, it's a fairly small, cramped office that you're shown into, Colonel. Um, oh, Colonel! I, I was not expecting the officer, uh, the, the the honour. Um, I should say Freudian slip. <laughs> uh, sit down, please. Um, uh, oh, please. What can I? He stands up. Uh, looks a bit unsure. Um, I, I, okay, so I will have. I will down. have brought, because I know. I, because I have dealt with the navy before. Um, I will have brought a bottle of rum with me. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> rum! Here we go. <laughs> but you have not brought a bottle of sodomy. Um, we don't uh, get that every bloody day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 good. More rum. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 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 thank you. It's very kind of you, Colonel. I'll, I'll, I'll share that with you. What, what can I... What, what's this regarding? What can I, what can I do for you? Uh, just um, um, curiosity, really. Um, there was um, those chaps um, who were diving at, 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 in that um, ship out of the sea and... Um, Unfortunately, disturbed that mine. Well, just... Oh yes. Uh, well, I'm so... going to be a little cautious. Obviously, it's the inquest tomorrow. I mean, most of my findings will be revealed then. Oh yes, I mean obviously, just just more really, just for your thoughts about the whole thing, really. Thoughts? I mean, I'm not sure I had any uh, actual. <laughs> what you might call thoughts. Um, <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only a surgeon. We're not allowed to think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to allow my prejudices on how um, surgeons work uh, creep into this adventure. No. <laughs> come on. It's, it's not. Now, what does your wife do? Really train a monkey to do it. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it might be again what your wife does. <laughs> anyway, let's move on with the adventure. Um, <laughs> Uh, what, uh surgeon, I do believe. Yes. I'm not sure I'm allowed to discuss it, um, Admiral. Before, oh, not Admiral, uh, Colonel. Sorry. Uh, before the uh, the inquest, 
Oh um, no, no, no! I mean, I'm, 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 I'm here in a completely unofficial capacity, so uh, uh, I just wondered, you know, you know, what? Surely we can talk, sort of, you know, you can talk the injuries, and there's not going to be anything. Let's have a persuade roll, Colonel. Okay. Rolls. A 63 out of 80. Oh, okay, very persuasive. Injuries, I, I, I mean, I'm not sure it means a lot to you, but um, obviously the, you know, the unfortunate uh, oh, stiffs, should we call them, um, had uh, <laughs> ruptured, ruptured lungs. Um, they both had, uh, I'm afraid they had uh, perforated bladders, um, and uh, there was evidence of peritonitis due to... Um, Possible uh, intestinal rupture, but it's certainly. Uh, I mean, they I don't know. Blown what... up. Yes, yes, <laughs> consistent with a sudden pressure change, uh, of course. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, poor chaps. Yes, uh, yeah, certainly, uh, certainly dead. <laughs> yes. Um, were there any? Um, how many were diving down there? Was it just two of them, or? Well, oh. Hodgkiss, of course, but he, he was fairly well... Uh, they, they took him off fairly quickly after my initial um, examination, so... Oh, I, I would have thought he'd have been, um, been, been on one of your wards. Uh, have you got psychology, Colonel? Uh, I have 15%, so let's have a go. Uh, give it a go. Go on. Oh, I've rolled a 10. <laughs> <laughs> Something is bothering him. It, it's not. Um, you know, did, did they? You know, I mean, say I'm just a little bit surprised. You know, normally, you, you leaving them with a good medical professional like your good self, you know, seems rather a rum deal. I'll be honest with you, Colonel. Something fishy here. Yeah. And I don't mean the vicar's yard. <laughs> um, we all have a little trouble. It wasn't the injuries. I mean, certainly they 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 fitted an underwater explosion, but there was the way they whisked that chap off. They did not want me to know something. Oh. I very odd. Yes, there's uh, there's something wrong about this whole do. They seem nervous. Who who took him away? Navy chaps said they had a hospital higher up the higher up the line. I'm not aware of any hospital further up. I mean, this is a this is it between me and Hadrian's Wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know the funny thing is that ship, the uh, the uh, ooh, uh, the Highland Spring. Mm-hmm. Close to shore, I hear, but uh, I've never heard anyone talk of an explosion. No. I was here the whole time. No, that was that. I mean, you know, we, you know, that was part of the reason for uh, popping over and seeing your good self. You know, there was uh, no actual. Yeah, you know, when we, when I was chat, chatting with a couple of chaps um, yesterday, um, they mentioned the same thing. How very odd. Have you ever heard of the HMS Celine? 
Don't get, don't forget your man. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm only army. You see. We, we, yeah, we well. Tell, tell me more though. I haven't either. Ah. But these chaps who whisked him off said that's where they came from. Interesting. Bit odd, if you ask me. I've never heard of the the thing, but that's where they said they were headed. Celine. Hmm. Beats me. I'll tell you what. If I hear any more, I'll let you know. Well, You've got I, a number I, uh, in the area. I, I, I obviously I give him my card, but uh, and I uh, and I say uh, uh, we're staying at the um, uh, the station the, hotel. The station hotel. For... Easy to remember, you might think. <laughs> Sorry, I did. Was about to say the station. Oh hotel. right, okay. I see. So we're staying at the station hotel. Something like a GM who abuses his place. <laughs> um, uh, you are staying at the station hotel. Um, uh, I'll contact you there if I hear any more. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Lieutenant Surgeon. What do we say his name? Green. I believe my name is Green. Also easy to remember, you might think. Remembering names is never. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's actually Garden. Green garden. You can see where I was going with that, though. Um, Okay, cut to briefly, probably the last scene for this session. What were you two doing? Um. Well, if if we're talking to the works, I I suspect we're going in at fairly different levels. Oh, you're going into the the vicar's yard. That's right. Okay, the vicar's yard is. Um. It's a, it's a large factory yard uh, with huge wrought iron gates, two policemen uh, standing at the gates. Things have got a bit more serious since that Russian do in 1917. People don't um, take these quite so laid back as they used to. <laughs> Are the guards for people, keeping people in or keeping people out? Well, it seems to our investigators like it's maybe to, for keeping people out. They're going to keep us out anyway, or they're going to try. Um, hmm. Pressing the masses there, you see. You, you know the expression Roger, sure. upon these policemen's faces well, Hanrahan. That expression, face. That expression that face. says, I am an agent of the fascist state. Uh, oh, oh, I, we haven't invented uh, fascism yet, but we will be. No, is it around in twenty-eight? Not quite. Yeah. No, he's kind of writing his Minecraft writing about. It. Yeah, Mussolini's going in the same sort of direction, but he's not there yet. He's writing a really bad anti-clerical novel about this point. So every so often, there's um, people going in. They show a, a, a sort of yellow bit of paper to the policeman on the. On the on the gate, please nod. Mm. I mean, these chap are clearly working class. I, I don't mean to be a classist, but you know, cloth caps. Some of them are carrying whippets. Um, a vital tool of the job. Exactly. 
I, I may be getting into a rut here, but I, th I think I might do better to um, start drinking with them when they come off work and find out what's been going on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Professor, are you trying any other alternative ways to get to the Vickers Yard? You are a noted professor, aren't you? Amelia? Oh, um, God, very quiet. Possibly lost Amelia. One way or another. Still moving. She's... Moving, but... I think she's talking, but we hear nothing. Yeah. Amelia, can you hear? Ah, there oh, you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Sorry, my mic had turned itself off. Um, <laughs> no, the button doesn't always work. Um, uh, my good chap, uh, hello, uh, I'll share my university ID. Um, I've, I've pre-booked an appointment with your chief engineer. I'm Professor Perrin of the University of London. Uh, 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 it's oh. your chief engineer. Now, uh, it's maybe crucial or not. Is, uh, is Hanrahan with you or not? Uh, I don't think I will be. He probably sloped off. I'll be looking I... around, maybe looking for a chance to sneak in somewhere, but, uh, yeah. I'll allow you a. Flash. Do you know, actually, I'm almost envisaging him as Flash Harry. <laughs> I don't know the way you put it. Uh, well, well I, I, I don't know whether the appointment came through. My secretary let, rang it through yesterday. She was very late. Uh, I think it's more of a persuasion. I'm probably, sh I'm probably shuffling piles of folders and drawing it. Oh, oh sorry, I'm, I dropped that. Sorry, uh, that's, thank you. Um, oh, uh, uh, yes, uh, sorry, my dear. I think you can have your choice of fast talk or persuade. I go persuade because I do have university ID, and you know yes. I am a woman. They rarely see women at the gates, and I thought, exactly. good lord, <laughs> a woman! My God, I, I'm not wearing the cross, the crossed shawl and the, the the folded arm look of the local ladies, you know. So. Well, then let's have a fast talk roll. Whichever is easier. Hello, she's gone. Oh, no. no, I haven't gone. Yeah, she's it's rolling it high. Yeah. I heard the... Um, um, 48 under my 70 persuade. Uh, well, ma'am, we can certainly... Uh, obviously, you have to be accompanied, but... Uh, oh, we yes, can yes, I perfectly understand. Yeah, I mean... a, a tour of the, the yard. Oh, yes, a tour as well. Oh, gosh, how exciting. Uh, yes. Um, you are shown round the yard. Now... The difficulty. There. <laughs> I have no engineering whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are things you would notice if you knew certain things, but I have some electrical repair. Things. I have, you know, <laughs> mechan. I have some mechanical repair. Oh, let's have a physics roll. I have, yeah, physics. Yep. Uh, thirty-nine under ninety-one. Now, you have in the past had occasion to uh, talk to the company Sieb Gorman and Company. You're aware that they are manufacturers <laughs> of very heavy diving equipment, um, and you've yeah, you've used them in pressure differential ex experiments yes. in the past. Um, and there are there are several crates marked Sieb Gorman and Company for collection by the HMS Saline. Oh, is that new diving equipment? We use that. That's ever so interesting. Do you have pressure chambers and everything? Uh, uh well, not not here, ma'am. No, they're just delivered. You know, up north to the where the saline is. Oh, do they use barometric chambers and do pressure experiments? I've I've done a lot of work on that. 
Yes, ma'am. Oh, right. But this is Samine. Is she not birthed here? She she birthed further up the coast, then? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Oh, gosh, that's interesting. Um, do, do you do much diving here? I, th- I thought this was more of a, a building yard. Uh, well, ma'am, there's a, you know, there's a new submarine. Oh, submarines. Oh. Gosh, <laughs> Always look to go go onto one of those, but I think I'm a little tall. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, quite. Uh, yes, um, you know the Celine up, up to the north somewhere. Oh right, gosh yes. Um, can, can I talk to your chief engineer, or is he busy? I, I, I just as I say, we did book the phone through an appointment, but it might have been too late. Oh, I'll, I'll see if he's busy. Well, thank you. Um, a few minutes later, a small sort of nervous-looking man covered in um, not grease paint, just grease. That was going to say grease paint, but that would be a, a sort of a music hall thing. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, combing his hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, uh, Professor uh, P- P- Perrin, was it? Perrin, I'm sorry. Yes. We, we weren't told of your arrival. You're, you're... Oh, I'm terribly sorry. My secretary's useless. She phoned through yesterday, but uh, she also oh. got the wrong number. Oh yes, of course. Yes, um, he, he he sort of holds out his hand and then it looks I give covered him a right right up to the nails. I give a huge and... firm handshake and you know oh, his oh, hand. <laughs> so he, he grins broadly. Uh, oh yeah, um, you're here to uh, talk about the 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 Selene, I suppose. Well, yes, I was. It's to do with your biometric pressure chambers. It's the research I've been doing, and I hear you're well, using quite extensively here. Well, we're not here, ma'am. No, we just, uh, you know, we just oh. package up the crates, um, head, head them on north. I mean, the, the lorry comes. Oh, I was misinformed. I'm sorry. I thought you, you, you birthed your, your ships here. Uh, no, we've never seen it. But, uh, I mean, I've had a look at, between you and me, I've had a look at some of the equipment. Pretty heavy, juicy stuff. Oh, good grief. Pretty well, heavy, juicy well, stuff. Where are they birthing this boat, then? Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've heard somewhere near Sea's way, up north that way, but... Uh, you know, the lorry comes once a week, picks up the stuff. They don't answer many questions. Do you know how deep the submarine goes? I've had to look at those diving suits, and uh, I mean, Morgan Bay's not deep enough, is it? No, no, they do look to be the top of the line, heavy duty stuff. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, all I can tell you is the lorry comes once a week, uh, picks up the stuff. Oh well, that's horribly disappointing. I'd hope to hope to have looked at some of them in action. Um. I guess I'll have to rearrange my appointment with the, the vessel Celine then. Do you have any information for it? Anyone to contact, perhaps? Uh, well, no, ma'am. We, we just uh, we just get a telegram when the when the lorry's coming to have the, the crates all packed. Obviously, I can yeah. let I can let you know when the when the next telegram comes. Oh, that through. Would, could you? That'd be wonderfully useful. Do you, is it during the next day or so? Uh, I don't know. They they don't give us a lot of warning. Um, I think I think the last one came yesterday, so it'll be a few days yet. Maybe oh, maybe right. some time next. Well, here's here's my contact details. I'm staying at the station hotel. Uh, oh, oh, all right. Yes, thank you, ma'am. Um, well, yes. you've been thoroughly helpful. What a lovely yard you have. Thank you. Uh, be pass. Be sure to pass on um, compliments to the uh, you know the the heads when you see him. You know the yes, chief. I will. Yes, uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. We, we take very good care of the Celine uh, equipment. Obviously, we, we know it's, uh, you know, a bit intense, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes. Well, all the government work, yes. <laughs> Is there anything in the, the boxes that stands out as... Well, they're all... There's not many, because obviously they were picked up yesterday. They're very <coughs> bulky metal boxes. Um, there's, there's big... 
hoses leading into some of the boxes. I mean, they don't attach to anything, but they've got big hoses peeking out. And I mean, you know enough about physics to know those hoses are thick enough to withstand pressures much deeper than uh, Morgan Bay. Right. Okay. I'm I'm going to sort of get myself out of there before somebody realizes that you know what the hell is the lady professor doing here anyway. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You you make your excuses. <clears throat> Um, and at that point, that might be a good time to leave it for tonight. Fair enough. Cool. On that horrific discovery. It's not really horrific. Of some thick rubber hoses. Of some <laughs> thick rubber well, hoses. Morecambe's just as grimy as we thought it was. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, there we are. I hope you sort of enjoyed it tonight. And oh, It was good. Yeah. I'm not here next week. I've got to go to the Netherlands. Oh. Uh, actually, neither am I. Something's okay. happening next week. Well, we, we, we might Tuesday. skip then. See how we go. <laughs> Something is happening next Tuesday, for which I've forgotten, but I'm sure I have made a mental note that I couldn't make it. Next week. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. That's worrying. <laughs> oh, we're going to stand up. show. that's right. Oh, cool. What are you going to say? Uh, Rajesh. Oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Rajesh Roman. That's right. Yes, he's coming to it. So ah, that's where we'll be next Tuesday. We're off to see the little shop of horrors on Friday. Oh, <laughs> me, Seymour. <laughs> well, thank you for coming, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Brilliant. Um, if you did, and I was um, And I will see you all uh, uh, soon-ish. Okay. Thanks, Nick. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.